I'm Danita, and I'm here to question the other side of life with you, to show how exploring the shadow can be painful, but also sexy. We ask our listeners to unravel parts of themselves they try to hide, and this can be scary, and also bring moments of revelation and elation. In the next 15 to 20 minutes, we are going to question and move through fear and some avant-garde ideas that might make you feel rage, grief, sadness, and also joy. I'm going to share insights and personal experiences about how I've been embracing the dark so I can live in my light. Welcome to the other side. Hey, Jen. Hi, Danita. I am here with my good friend, Jennifer Dolinchuk, colleague, amazing person. And we are talking for the month of May and June, five or six short weeks about everything we can think about in connection to relationships. What a pleasure to be here with my friend, Danita. And right back at you, I feel that the majority of my time with other people is spent talking about relationships. And I don't mind it. <laughs> I know. it's You make a plan to go out with a girlfriend. And what are you going to talk about? You're going to talk about relationships. Am I dating someone? Am I not dating someone? How's my marriage going? Oh, my marriage is going great. It's going bad. You know, it's just everything about it is usually connected to somehow your partner or lack of partner or... We all just want love, Danita. I know, right? So Jen and I were chatting earlier this week and a big topic came up for us and it was all in connection to our energetic cords and how we cannot get over past relationships or that so many people have a hard time getting over past relationships. I came to you pleading for your help. Please help me, Danita. You're so brilliant. How can I get over past relationships? Even if I left one on good terms, amicable, great respect both ways. Oh no, I still have this deep connection that I can't get over. But I also realized how similar it was to other past relationships. I'm like, is there a theme? (laughs) And how can I figure this out for the future? Yes, Jen, there is a theme. (laughs) (laughs) My theme was rejection, right? It was, I have a fear of rejection. And I mean, if you want to share that and expand on it, great. I won't, but you can if you want to. Well, actually, what we found out is it comes down to when I was a little, little Jen. It started then. And then the fear of rejection just went through all of my relationships. And so we worked on that. The point is, I will be rejected today, tomorrow, many more times. And now I'm just better equipped to handle that rejection. So I'm not carrying it through to every potential relationship. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah. And I think that's the part of it, right? Is that I went through a similar thing. And last year I decided to cut all the energetic ties that I had to previous relationships because I was having such a hard time of letting go of these trust issues that I had and responsibility issues that I had and control issues that I had. And those are all connected to my own core wounds, but they were also connected to the relationships that I had had and how they were manifesting within those relationships and coming up and just, it seemed to come up over and over again. And then how I held those connections to those men that had been in my life because they were a part now of this core wound. They were a part of it. And that relationship was a part of it. So I went through and I cut the energetic cord with each one of my previous relationships. It was wild. It was a wild time. How did you do it? 
Uh, the first thing that I did was very, very basic. And I'm actually releasing a meditation exercise on it this coming week with this episode. It's a meditation that I did in just imagining and visioning the partner. And he was far in the distance away from me. He couldn't talk to me. He wasn't able to respond back to me, but I was able to say every single thing that I needed to say to him. And I imagined a connection from myself, the center of my being to the center of his being. And it was like a long cord. And within that cord, I put in all the energy, all the you know trust issues that I had or the control issues that I had. And just anything within the relationship that I didn't feel served me, I put into that cord and I told him about it. And then I also shared what had served me from that relationship and what purpose it, it had given me, but also what I had learned from it. So it wasn't necessarily this whole negative thing. It was just like the whole energy around that person in that relationship and just releasing it and letting it go. And so this is very much like a visualization, imagination exercise. And so then at the end of it, you cut the cord and you let the all that energy fall into the valley between the two of you and you just kind of release them from your life. At the same time, I had been doing a lot of work, inner work, shadow work, core wound work on these things that were coming up in those relationships as well, like the trust I was talking about. At the same time, I was doing the work and I was doing the energetic cord cutting. And when that happened, within the next five weeks, this is so crazy, every single one of those men that I had cut the energetic cord with had come up in my life in some way. Yeah, I know. It's so random. Like probably one of the most significant relationships I had, my mom was in the Rocky Mountains. I'm in Costa Rica. She's in the Rocky Mountains in Canada. I haven't been connected to this man in over a decade. She runs into him and his family. Yeah, she runs into him and his family. He recognized her and she's like, I don't even know how he recognized me. It was snowing. You know, I'm wearing like a balaclava, a toucan. I'm wearing a huge jacket. You know, I'm 15 years older. How he knew it was me, I have no idea. But he did. And then so she, she got to meet his whole family and just like hear his experience and like what was going on in his life. And just a quick catch up. It was just a really nice thing to hear. You know, like he's ha he's enjoying his life and all this kind of stuff. He came back to me through someone else. And I just heard from him in some way. That was it. You know, like I heard from him in some way, but it had nothing to do with anything that I had brought up or cut or released. It was just a really nice way to know that, you know what, that energy has been cut. And now we are both living our own lives separately and it feels really good. That is such a nice story. I think, at least for me, right off the hop, when you talk about cutting energetic cords, possibly my mind goes to the negative side of things, right? Like, oh, here we go. But when you mentioned that, no, you're talking about both positive and negative, what you learned, what came from it, and how nice of a feeling to know that he has a wonderful family and he's living his life and you have a wonderful family. And through your mom, you got to figure that out. Like, I like that because it shows that it's not just a woe is me situation, getting rid of all this negative energy. It's positive too. And it's talking about what you gain from that relationship. It's really interesting. Yeah. And I think the big part about that is that it is the energetic tie. It is not just the positive or just the negative. It is just the, the total release of that tie. They're no longer in your present and they don't need to be. And that was the big thing for me is I don't need to carry with me the imprint that they've left on me. Now let's talk about that. Imprints that people leave on other people, I bet you wouldn't even realize. Like I certainly didn't realize until you 
worked with me and we talked through a lot of things. I had no idea. It's like years, years can pass, right? And the imprint is still there. So can you talk a little bit about the imprint? I mentioned that a little bit earlier and just like how the imprint becomes a part of our core wounds, our core beliefs, but also our experiences in life. If you think about it, if we make it a sexual imprint, for example, or a relationship imprint, well, that person has influenced how you are going to be in relationships or how you are going to be sexually in some way, positive or negative. That has just been left within you, in your body, in your nervous system. It's there. The body remembers. The body has the memory. Going through the body and moving through it and visualizing just that release of energy, the positive and the negative, means that going forward, I don't have to carry that with me. What you're saying, you have to reiterate it because it's true. You do not have to carry these energetic cords with you onto the next relationship. Can the same be done? I mean, we, can we move beyond a romantic relationship? And can the same be done with a difficult boss or a great colleague? Or is that does it work in that sense as well? That is something that I've also done is released an energetic cord with a friend. The relationship wasn't serving me anymore. It had been great and wonderful in so many ways. And in so many ways, it was leaving me feeling, you know, my core wounds were really being impacted and impressed upon. And I needed to do both things. I needed to say, how come I'm feeling within this relationship that there's just something's not working for me? And what was it? What was triggering me? I went through it all. And so it became this idea of insignificance. I have this or had had this core wound where I was really feeling insignificant. When my insignificance is triggered, you know, I have certain reactions. That was what the relationship was doing, was triggering me in that way. So I went through and one, I started working on moving through the fear of insignificance and where that really came from. And that's, you know, not having a voice and not being heard. So I felt now my feeling of insignificance has lessened significantly, but also that that relationship, it wasn't serving me in that way in connection to what I wanted from a relationship. And after I went through the work of insignificance on the other side, I saw that the relationship wasn't for me. I cut the energetic tie. That doesn't mean that we're not friends. It doesn't mean that we can't have a relationship in the future. It means that what wasn't serving me and what had been serving me in the past, at some point it was serving a need for my core wound. The relationship was. But on the other side of it, I no longer needed that relationship to serve that need. It was like, okay, I'm going to cut that whole energetic tie that I had had to that person before. So that moving forward, it's not a part of the relationship or the friendship, the connection. Maybe the friendship can grow in a different direction. Or like you said, you release what no longer served you. I really like when you said that because I think that's the bottom line, to release what no longer serves you. I read somewhere, we'll have to fact check it, but that over seven years, then you sort of go through your own relationships and like start anew or the group doesn't suit you anymore or even within a relationship that a seven years is the point in which you're like looking at is this working or is it not so people have to understand that you are allowed to grow and evolve as a human being yourself and with that the relationships can grow and evolve with or without the person but the idea of cutting the energetic ties like from your side and then them just carrying on that's nice as well yeah and i think that's the point right it's that the relationship can move forward from this point, from this energetic cut in a different way. 
And whatever that way is, who knows? That'll come from the friendship and the relationship and and what you both see in each other on the other side of this work. But the good thing about that is you get to decide. You don't really have to have, I mean, necessarily like a difficult conversation with someone or you don't have to involve the other person if not necessary, right? Because you're the one deciding to cut the cord from your end. So I like that. And I mean, I always think a, a conversation can be valuable. Maybe it doesn't need to happen. Maybe it does need to happen. Maybe the conversation needs to happen, but it's not meant to happen at this moment. Uh, maybe it needs to happen in the future. I'm always pro-conversation. If you're not ready, or if they're not ready, or whatever the case may be, this is something that you can do for yourself. I like that a lot. So I know we can do the meditation that you did, that you created to cut energetic ties. Is there anything else that we can do to start that process for ourselves? Well, I think the other part of that is really looking at your shadow, your core wounds, your core beliefs, and doing some inner work because you want to cut that energetic tie and that's great. And you can do a lot of visualization and imagination exercises around that and meditations. If you want to cut the energetic tie and no longer hold the imprint or wound that was being affected by that relationship, then there's got to be some inner work done at the same time. Well, hopefully you'll be able to help us with that at some point, right? As soon as you said shadow work, I'm like, okay, I'm writing this down, Danita. We have to talk about shadow work. That's next, Jen. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I can't wait to cut my ties. Let me tell you that right now. (laughs) It was just the most incredible honestly, every relationship I've had, they came back to me in some way. It was just quiet. It was subtle. They were all really, really great. I am so happy to hear that. It was meant to be. It was the right time for you to do it. It was meant to be. I was ready for it. I had a great time talking about the energetic ties and I had a great time hearing from Jen and her experience of this week. I thank you so much for sharing. It's not always easy. Well, thank you for listening and thank you for helping because I feel 10 times better after working with you. And I hope people listening feel 100 times better (laughs) (laughs) or even two times better. Who's to say? Thank you, Danita. (laughs) Thank you, Jen. And thanks for listening in. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. It is my mission to help as many people as possible explore the other side of life to find awareness in their truth and learn to love where they are at and discover where they can go. So if you found support and guidance in any way today, I would love to hear from you. The best way is to simply share your love by leaving me a comment on whatever platform you are tuning in from. I will be reading every single one of them. Or you can connect with me on YouTube where I share healing sound meditations. And you can always learn more about me, my services, and what it is I do at www.gypsyheart.ca. That's www.gypsyheart.ca. I can't wait to connect again soon.